Oh, actually, I just found his catchphrase, which I, I'm all all about this catchphrase. Oh, here we go. Ready for it, everybody? Here it yeah. is. Give a hoot, don't pollute. <laughs> how's it going my guy another day in paradise dude oh yeah Mm -hmm. for me personally i am having a fantastic tuesday which is going to be followed by a wonderful wednesday because you know what comes out on wednesday is this podcast (laughs) yes that's why it's wonderful exactly yeah no yeah you know i mean i am doing I'm doing good for the most part, you know. Um, it's wet here. Haven't done anything too exciting. Uh, got my bike back from the shop last week. Got it, went in, gave it a tune-up. It wasn't anything serious. I don't want people to worry, like, oh, my gosh. Mark, <laughs> uh, Mark broke his bike or his bike's straight. No, no, it was just a tune-up. Um, but then I did, like, a, yeah, I did like a 42-mile ride. Banks, Oregon to Vernonia. It's this state park trail. It's a state trail, basically. Super cool. Super. I have never done it before, and I did it. And then I realized that there's a ton of little offshoots from that. So, I mean, the little trail system they got going out there, choice. It's pretty solid, not going to lie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, we, we're going to talk about it today a little bit with our good old friend, Matt, who's going to be today's guest. Um, but coming back from Olympic, yeah, it's, he's a third timer. That's nuts. Uh, but coming back from Olympic National Park, I uh, it's encountered some snow here in Montana, encountered 15 degrees, uh, ice, uh, 12, 13-hour drive, delays because of the snow, people being dumb counted probably 10 cars in the ditch and well i wake up today and it's 65 degrees and sunny and there's no snow on the ground and um i'm waiting for friday because we're supposed to get another snowstorm on friday and welcome to good old montana yeah man that's uh that's rough the fluctuations i it's supposed to rain here all week but that's rain. I like rain. So <laughs> no, we have, we have people they're they're, they're finally raking their leaves because they froze on the trees the first time. And yeah. then it like, we got another fall or whatever you want to call it. And the leaves fell yeah. <laughs> and warmed up. And like today, like it was really loud. I got woken up by uh, people gardening really early in the morning because they were blowing their leaf blowers and whatnot. Cause it's like, all right, it's going to snow again. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's kind of nice to get two falls. Yeah, I'll probably get like eight more come November, <laughs> but you know, I guess, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But, oh, I got to take Thea actually out this weekend. We went out, uh, took the Jeep out to like a, 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 it's called like the act, it's some BLM land. And we were driving this like trail going off. And first time I've really taken her in the Jeep off roading. And uh, we hit this like mud and we were slipping and sliding on this like, in this mud and she's like okay like let's turn around so i finally turned around and as i'm backing up i slam 
slam the bumper right into this rock. Just boom. Oh. And she's like, oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I went and checked, and it hit right on the, like, uh, the D-rings I have on the back, and it's a metal bumper. So good, good thing. Just hit the reinforced part, no damage. Nothing. Just like a champ. So that's the Rougarou for you. I want to... I want to make note. I think everyone should try and note this. With he decided to take his fiance out, right? This is out. They don't see each other like a whole lot because she works right now. But their big outing is uh, muddy. So no, it <laughs> you was, know, it was... if that doesn't say Montana or rural, man, oh man, I don't know what does. <laughs> no, it was. It was. We called it crawling in the hills. Oh God and it was a beautiful day it was 70 degrees and we're like well shit like let's just drive the car down the road and drove up there and you know it's a nice day driving on the dirt road and showing her what the jeep could do climbed a little hill just because i was like well might as well and then we went back you know just that was a couple hours something to do yeah that's the big (laughs) that's the big outing (laughs) uh covid and all that right that's true gotta make do that's true in the Rougarou. Yeah. Um, we saw a bald eagle. Oh, that's nice. Well, which is really weird. Is I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I've told you before. Every trip I go on, I run into a bald eagle or a golden eagle of some sort. Like every long car trip. And it's just been like a thing I've been noticing a lot lately. And coming back from the Olympics, I saw a bald eagle fly right across the road, right in front of me. Just... They all do it right in front of me. Yeah. There's a lot of bald eagles in that Olympic area. This was in Montana, though, on my way back. Hey, they're bald eagle numbers are going up. It's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be just real. I kind of just, you know, we're bringing Matt Buddy on today to talk about our recent trip to the Olympics. Um, And, you know, this is third time on, which is we're probably going to have him on a lot. So if you guys don't like Matt Buddy, let us know, because uh, we'll stop having him on if you guys don't like him. <laughs> but, I doubt it, because he's everybody's buddy. So and if you love him, let us know. Leave us a review. Yeah. Hype him up. He's our sticker guy. He uh, apparently handed out one of the Wandering Ways stickers to a, a grocery store clerk. So if you're listening, shout out to you and shout yeah. out to Matt Buddy for that. Yeah, but I mean, no, Ray is why I, I just kind of want to get in because it is a good, nice little chat that we have. And I just uh, I want to get into it real quick. Well, he's fun. I'm ready. If you're ready, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know, because thrice is nice. Let's bring Matt Buddy on. Wonderful, wonderful Matt Buddy Williams is back on the podcast. What is this? Number three? Got my punch. What do you got today? That Trump syrup. Oh, no. today I got a mix of uh, some yerba mate tea, yeah, hot tea with some honey. Oh, okay. I got uh, I got myself green tea today. Mm. Oh, 
I got, uh, I got, <laughs> no, actually I got, uh, that simply lemonade, the mixed berry, um, stuff. Holy shit. You're not drinking the soda. I know. Right. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> No, but you know, part of the reason we're having our good pal, uh, Matt buddy on the podcast today is we just recently got back from uh, Olympic National Park. Now, Beautiful. everyone is probably wondering or thinking right now, didn't you guys just get done talking about Olympic National Park? And that's true. That 100% couldn't be more true because I went up like a month ago or about a month ago, we talked about my trip to Olympic National Park. But it is so nice. You got to do it twice. So we went back up to uh, the great state, the great Washington state, into that northwest corner to that beautiful park of Olympic National Park. Yeah. You couldn't have said it any better. I mean, I was I was intrigued. I was I was bought in. I was zoned in. And, you know, it was a, it was a fun trip, too, because. I was able to get out to Oregon, see my family and get out and see you guys. And really we did it in a weekend. So this was a weekend trip. We made it happen. We climbed a mountain and we just had a blast and a lot of jokes, a lot of good stories. And, you know, and Matt was all a part of that. And I think Matt, this was your first time in Olympic national park. Isn't that right? In the actual national park. Yes. Wow. Well, that's right. Cause you had driven, you so just explain all the part that you had driven before this recent trip. We, I was with my family one summer. We took a, a few days trip up to Seattle area. Okay. From Seattle, we took a road up around um, north of Seattle. It went kind of close to those San Juan Islands kind of area. Yeah, but they took the ferry. We took the ferry to Port Townsend, which is at the point not far from Port Angeles where we stayed. Um, and we actually went the opposite way of the way we went around. So we went back down into Astoria. Down yeah, you went Florida. to Forks and then down south yeah. from Forks into yeah. Uh, yeah. So we actually went over to. Um, the Northwest Point, Cape Flattery, which is on the Macaw Reservation, that's the most north, northwesternmost point of the four, lower 48. Of the lower 48, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so that was kind of cool. We did that, and then we got to see the beach by La Push there across from Forks. Um, but technically, we weren't in the park. Oh, okay. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah the, beach, uh, the beach is it's not really beach i guess it's more coast uh you know well there's still beaches it's just not what you think of when you think of beaches over there are really cool um you know unfortunately we couldn't go to them but or at least most of them we did get to some yeah i really like that um i think that's if you really truly want the pacific northwest beach where the like mountain and rock meets the ocean, you get that there and it's a really cool feeling. You know, we were able to walk right there on the beach where like those cliffs came straight down. Um, 
don't know, we found some cool shells and stuff looking around and we're yeah. able to all the log debris i think that was nuts um just washed up on shore there we were able to climb up on that and kind of see it's kind of scary too because if you slip and fell man you're ripping up a leg or something or arm or yeah there were ton ton of logs uh the driftwood up on on it and so i mean a lot more than you would think you know you kind of expect one two but with this one it's like you know three 20 50 <laughs> type deal it's cool but it's i think that's really cool i really wish we got it spend more time because i really like sea otters and i'd love to catch some yeah the otters there um that's like my favorite animal so sea otters are really cool i mean shoot we talked about alex with alexander last time right about sea otters so it's like i know i wish we could have wish we right. could have seen some but you know not our not our trip i don't know matt what'd you think of the coast i uh, a little bit similar to zach there like it seemed um like it if you want to see the rocky coast you know because it, it was like there was less of like a sand beach it seemed yeah. and it was it was like it was great for like beach combing i thought because yeah there were like all these different sea like you're pointing out there the different rocks and that awesome shell that you found and just uh tide pools there there was a variety of stuff to see i was impressed yeah these beaches would be phenomenal for beach combing i don't i don't know if that's quite legal though so if it's national park if you can take uh the shells and rocks and stuff like that's uh there. that's actually a good point you know so don't do it people yeah, we yeah, did it. My, you know, my I'm just saying it would that. be good. We never did it. It just would be because it's definitely good possibility for seeing stuff. Um, you might catch a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> catch a lawsuit, and yeah, that's beachcomb your way to a lawsuit would not be a fun way to beachcomb. <laughs> and I think that's why we found that one that Mark found. It was that it was perfect. It was a perfect yeah. shell. I think that's why we found it. So we left it. Let it be on the, on, you know, Mother Nature because someone will use it. And I, and by someone, I mean like another animal. Yeah. Like Woodsy the owl. Leave it how you found it. Exactly. Have you even looked up his catchphrase yet? No, I haven't yet. I, actually, actually I, I should. <laughs> we, we talked about, well, Alexander's a big Woodsy the owl fan. And, you know, me being me, I got all on board with it. So, but, uh, yeah, that's just me. Right. Yeah. But um so that I we really did a real quick stop uh there in on the coast because you know we had that travel day. Um oh actually I just found his catchphrase. Which I I'm all all about this catchphrase. Oh, here we go. Ready for it, everybody? Here it yeah. is. Give a hoot, don't pollute. <laughs> <laughs> so tells where you found them that's clever yeah no i love it no it was you're right it was a quick day and that to me actually when you look at a map of washington and you see that they call it the washington peninsula that upper upper peninsula that they have kind of i didn't realize how long we spent you know a couple hundred miles driving to get there and get up there and get around there even 
Yeah. And I think that a lot of the roads go around the park. So you are going out on the driving, but I don't know. I I I thought too, like the the beach there, there was a lot of people, but it's like it seemed like the other parts of the park were there was like no one. Well, I think that's because that was one of the only beaches open. Oh. And it's an easy you're close we were closer to like forks and those other places. Yeah, those other beaches. Yeah, and that's a pretty easy turnoff big mm-hmm. parking lot for that little section so it does make sense why there were a decent amount of people but you know also that area is kind of secluded so to see that many people is still a little surprising because yeah it's it's not easy to like get to no. mark yeah i was saying yeah say uh going off of what you said there like that area just seems like I guess it's a good place to live if you really don't like people. Yeah. Because if you want that seclusion and like privacy and I, that's what it, I guess that's the vibe I got, you know? Yeah. Up there. I got that vibe. Uh, you want to be left, uh, you kind of like being more uh, in solitude. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you're really into vampires, you know, so it could be, you know, it's beautiful area. I don't blame anybody that lives up there. Shoot, beautiful. Um, but you know, after that, we decided to make the stop that I think everybody should make when they go up to uh, the Olympic National or National Park, and that is uh, the Ho Rainforest. We talked yeah. about it on my last trip, but you know. I don't think, and it's not a big area, you know, I talked about it last time we talked about it. So unless you're going deep in or you're camping there, there's not a whole lot in that part of the park, but it is that cool. It is. Yeah. So, I mean, it is incredible to go to, to see all that moss. Uh, You know, this time, it was we got the fall colors with it this time which was like whoa super cool no i but, was actually really i really liked it um i think you kind of had that feeling about it like i have to show these guys this yeah um, you drive in there quite a ways to get to it and i was kind of you know i was also all about like stopping along the river possibly getting out taking photos like beautiful river i think when you see pictures of like the washington outdoors that's what you see is stuff like mm-hmm. that and you get into the whole rainforest which it's one of like the most unique rainforests in north america and just the different the biodiversity olympic national park has and what yeah. the whole rainforest brings to that and it's i mean it was it was pretty immaculate too you got some pretty views the sun was hitting it just right when we were there and late all day oh beautiful yeah just the fact that the sun was out up there was a special surprise to me Oh, right. Because <laughs> when that time with my parents, it was freaking July and pouring <clears throat> down. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got your little special surprise. But, I mean, when you think of the Olympics and you think of Washington, you think of rain, too. And mm-hmm. we did not get that. And no. it was beautiful. Yeah, we got uh, pretty fortunate with the weather. Uh, it was beautiful, beautiful. And <clears throat> so it made the whole rainforest that much special because um, it had recently rained there. 
And so I think the key with the whole rainforest is you want to go you want to go when it's raining or right after it has rained personally because I think that's when you really get the feel of that rainforest. Hence why I think it's a rainforest, you know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's classified as one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Matt, what do you think of the hoe? I I really enjoyed it there. Um you know, just that little stroll of the Hall of Mosses was, was nice. Um, you get kind of, you know, it's an accessible spot for people, no matter what age or ability. They can get a little glimpse, a little, you know, dip in the toes in the water, so to speak, experience of like what the, they're going to see more into the park. Um, yeah, no, uh, totally. It is... That's the nice part about the whole rainforest. Um, you know, the two small hikes, we only did the one this time, but even the other one is fairly accessible. Uh, most people can do it. Um, you know, and then you're going to have a blast because, you know, I, I talked about it last time with all the moss and stuff that hangs down. I think that's like one of my favorite things because you really feel like the ants from Lord of the Rings are like real creatures. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you couldn't have said any better. Cause like, it, it just has, it has that vibe to it. I think we got to see it in an, like in an expansive way. And yeah. what I mean by that is cause it was sunny out. So we could really see down all the trees and see all the mosses mm-hmm. and, what I think what makes it so special and I'm glad we got because I think that's a rare time to see it like that so I'm glad we got to see it Mm -hmm. I think what makes the hope so special is when you get that rain and that fog and that mist and it gives you that eerie feeling because because it does go for miles and miles and miles so when you get add that other element in there you almost become lost in in this and you can see where you know Sasquatch Bigfoot may live there the ends may live there you're hiding it's easy it's but almost in a peaceful harmonistic way oh for sure (laughs) i mean i'm i'm sure bigfoot was out there you know i'm still full on uh flat bigfoot theory here you know we've only ever seen that side pan of bigfoot as soon as he turns and looks right at you he gets so flat you can't see him so (laughs) i'm sure he was I'm sure he was probably like 20 feet from Matt Buddy there. Right? No, I mean, we, I mean, that second day we were able to get up and and go on a hike. And just the way we, we were up there, we were, there's only like five people we saw. Like, I know. The chance of running into just anything is rare. And it, it was really cool. And it was a cool forest to do that in because you walk through the new growth and old growth and, the different groves in this forest and you know even the night before you took us up the soul duck to the the cascades and saw some beautiful water and yeah, i lost a gopro found almost, it almost <laughs> lost a gopro <laughs> keyword yeah that's the big key and you know we also stopped at uh lake crescent there too yep. beautiful right at sunset that just Everyone, everyone that's in that area, you need to go experience that. 
Yeah, I totally concur with that statement. The uh, the, the lake. Go, go. No, no, you go, Matt. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, like, I'm trying to picture that area, whether it's the hoe or, um, you know, right there by Lake Crescent in the winter when the snow's lower down. It probably looks like Narnia or something. Oh yeah, like with how the forest is, like yeah. I was just thinking about that. That'd be really cool to see. Then Maybe we'll check it out. Yeah, Maybe. they really. Man, could you imagine if they did get like a huge dumping of snow, like, like the way one. the trees would be, where the coast in Oregon got it really bad in like 2013. Yeah. Mm. We'll see, right? Like. I mean, here, like, you just put up a picture right here uh, for the YouTube watchers. You can see, I mean, this is that Lake Crescent, and that was a sunset. And you can just, these mountains, the way they come up straight out of the ocean, out of the water, right? Just boom, right there. Yeah. And just, they go for miles and miles and miles, and you see them. And beautiful country. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. Uh, Matt, you a big Narnia fan? Were you Narnia guy growing up? You know, I read some of those books and, and I mean, not, not to go too much into my childhood, but, you know, we were, we couldn't watch certain things. Yeah. We weren't allowed to. And it was like the Narnia series, our parents were okay with. Okay. And because of the religious, you know, reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just, I remember some of the movies and those scenes with the snow and the trees and that's what my first thought was like gosh like olympic in winter imagine the ho river valley was right, all filled right. with snow and like looking up toward mount olympus like holy crap well yeah. i mean i watched the movies i didn't read the books i haven't done either so uh, <laughs> you guys are ahead yep. of the game <laughs> walk through that closet fall into this forest and it's just mm -hmm. white snow Take me, take me to the hoe when it snows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't a Narnia kid growing up, but I mean, I was a Lord of the Rings. I read the books and have watched yeah. all the movies, you know, even The Hobbit, read The Hobbit, watched mm -hmm. The Hobbit. So the whole fantasy realm, you, you do get that feel up in the Olympics, like mm -hmm. it's straight out of a fairy tale book or something. Yeah. yeah I like, you're right, because I, when I think of like Dagobah and Yoda and Star in Star Wars, right? I think of the Ho, like that type of climate. Yeah, in like the Everglades or in the swamps of Louisiana. Yeah, more cold and more Washington, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally would be. Could totally see Luke and Yoda swinging on a vine or something through the right. uh, rainforest. <laughs> Way my foot. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> in Star Wars, there would be. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, and, you know, this time uh, we didn't get in. We, I mean, we went into the Soul Duck a little bit. But because I did the Soul Duck last time, we didn't. And that's where you also, it's very kind of similar-esque to the hoe, where it's just very dense green, stuff like that, which... You know, still very cool. Worth the checkout if anyone else is going up there. But 
you know, we we had anticipated to go to Hurricane Ridge, but yeah. um, what honestly kind of seems with every one of our trips that we've talked about, um, something goes wrong or something happens and go. We have to call an audible or something. <laughs> always. No, always. I mean, yeah. First time coming out to Glacier, we wanted to do two medicine. We ended up doing Quartz Lake, hence Quartz Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, that's true, actually. But, you know, so we couldn't do Hurricane Ridge, is what I was getting at, because it got too icy and um, icy and cold, and they closed the road up there. So uh, that was kind of a bummer. Um, personally, I wanted to get up there. Oh, and I, I like icy and cold. You know, I got, my, you know, the Rubrus all wintered out. You know, I was driving the interstates back from this trip. I was doing 70, 60 miles an hour in some spots with a snow because I'm prepared for it. I've practiced on it. I've known, it, you know, still dangerous. I don't recommend it. Yeah. But if you know what you're doing, do it right. Do it prepared. Have the right tools. Be safe. Don't do anything dumb. And like, that's kind of what I was doing. And I was like, dang it because i really wanted to go up to hurricane ridge because i didn't i purposely did not look at any pictures or look up hurricane ridge or anything like that because i just wanted it to be a total like oh that's kind of a bummer then and then i was looking up like fun facts about olympic and hurricane ridge popped up and i saw i saw some pictures of like dang that would have been just sweet especially in the snow yeah oh love it would have been really cool. Matt, you a fan of the cold or are you a hot weather guy? I you you know, I'm I'm a pretty simple man. Um, you know, you give me a roof over my head, a food to eat. You'll I still complain. Well, I, I complain about certain things, but I could I could live anywhere if I had to. You know. So I, do you like hot or do you like cold? I I pref- I'd probably prefer the warmer weather, actually. You're warm. Um, I don't know. After living in Idaho, Montana, and then Oregon my whole life, I'm like, fuck, I have to go south at some point. Oregon, Oregon's not hot. Oregon's not cold. So it's Oregon. Well, I mean, like, like how it is like today, like the wet, rainy time is upon us. Yeah. Matt wants to wear, Matt, let's be real. You want to wear swim trunks and have a beer and have your shirt off. And be that's what sit. I'm talking about, man. That's, <laughs> that's the life. I want to, yeah, where it's like freaking hot and humid out and just like tropical and, you know. I'm a vest guy, so I need to <laughs> where vests are acceptable. Like, you know, just go fishing with no shirt on and just live in life. Get that tan. Yeah. You know where you need to go, Matt? You need to go to Florida. I, you know, I've never been, man. Yeah, I, for some reason, I think you could really make it in Florida. <laughs> Is it, or maybe like Louisiana near the Gulf? I've always. It, I imagine go. the people down there are like wearing shorts, no shoes or anything, standing in the water with their shirts off, fishing. You know, trying to wrestling um, catch alligators. Yeah, they're catching gators. When I was down in New Orleans, me and my uncle were like, "We want to go check out like they have like they had like this wildlife refuge um, across that lake, uh, Lake Pontchartrain, like on the north side there. There's like a wildlife refuge we went over to, 
Yeah. Uh, there was a guy doing just that. He had his shirt off. He was fishing. He was kind of like sketched out by us because we rolled up in like a rental car. On it. <laughs> hey, how's it going? How's the fishing? You know, so. Yeah. And we're like, no, we're just like from Montana. We're out here on work and we're just curious to see what's up. Like, just see what the fishing's like. See if more gator is that we can see. Great guy. I mean, he was nice, like, but really kind of, I think we sketched him out a little bit. You, you get, you, he didn't want to give away his secret fishing spot, man. Like, well, I, I was <laughs> stuff for the census. And I think that oh. at the time it was very political. So it was like, mm-hmm. it's not a political thing. You're just shooting a commercial. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> you know, now the more I think about it, Matt, you're a bayou guy. Yeah. You are a bayou oh. guy. He needs his. He still needs his seafood. Yeah, he likes that Cajun spice. I I do like the Cajun spice. Yeah, it's got. It's honestly, I think it'd be a good mix. You should try and get down to the bayou. Well, an alligator tastes like chicken. I know you like your chicken nuggies. I have had alligator jerky once. It It was pretty good. You know, I was thinking about this the other day when it comes to like jerky, Mm -hmm. like. In reality, jerky, regardless what kind of meat it is, don't taste too different. Oh, it's just dried out muscle. Yeah. Well, that's what meat is. Meat a lot of muscle. spices is what you're saying. It's just spiced up smoked meat. Yeah, but in you sense. Know, pepper, if you put pepper beef jerky and pepper gator jerky, it's going to taste like pepper. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's the problem, and and as we wander down this path, what I've noticed is with, with like the deer jerky that we dehydrate. So we have de- like dehydrator. So when we get, we'll just cut the meat like in thin stripes, throw it on like a dehydrator. That one, you can actually taste the difference between like elk, deer, antelope, bison, you know, when you do it beef. But I think with like the jerky you get in the store is it is the peppered up. It is like, it's the same flavor because it's, the same things added to the beef you know it's not 100 percent beef yeah that i mean that very well could be true that's very. just my opinion. yeah <laughs> but you know leave. anything anytime you actually make something uh it's gonna taste uh different from what you get at the store it's most mm-hmm. likely gonna be better for you than what you get at the store because you know the store they put all sorts of crap and junk and you know, even well, we even go down the beef, you know, you go and buy the beef at the store, you get it from the factory farms, they just plump them up with corn and that gets filled with the polysaturated fats and it just makes you, you know, makes your blood pressure, gets you chronic inflammation and makes you as big as the cow gets if you keep eating it. But if you grew the cow on the grass fed, you know, none of that crap and you eat it, you're not going to be a plump cow. You're going to be a lean, mean, fine machine. (laughs) Montana way with the Montana grass fed beef. It depends how they're doing it, you know. A lot of here. It's a lot of grass fed beef. Yeah. It's, that's Montana. You know, it's the good beef. Yeah. I just got a (laughs) book in the mail uh, recently on the shopping guide to shopping anti-factory farm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that that's why uh, I uh, went on my little 
soapbox there. <laughs> whatever, whatever gets you going, gets you going, right? You yeah. Know, um, we should probably wander a little bit back into Olympic. Why? Well, I mean, that's why we're here today is to talk. <laughs> and we haven't talked about Pyramid Peak, which is the hike we did. You called it a mountain earlier. But it, like the name, I think it's more of a peak than a mountain. Mm -hmm. I like that because you're right. Because um, I think it wasn't the tallest part of that mountain. Yeah. But it wasn't too far off, but it was that peak that overlooked Crescent Lake. Yeah. Really beautiful overlook. And Mark is showing a photo for the YouTube viewers. Um you can just see, you know, the beautiful yellow trees, the green trees, the sunny day, and all those Olympic mountains just rising up right there on the Washington Peninsula. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a gorgeous spot. And, you know, there was that little hut, which I was not anticipating when we got up there too. The little, uh, like wooden hut up there or whatnot. Well, yeah, it was, and that was weird because it was like abandoned for a long enough time, but also it was like, that's as far as they got in building it. Yeah, right. I don't know what they used it for because it wasn't really set up for like a fire watch or anything. No, and it wasn't like, I don't think it, like, I want to say it would be like a, almost like a, a lone hiker doing it over time. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just one of those houses they use for, you know, human sacrifice. <laughs> what? Satanic rituals. It's obviously what it is. I mean, you saw all the markings in there. Hey, yeah. There were a lot of writing, which I want to give. I want to give a little challenge out to the peeps because we put <laughs> little uh, Quartz Lake out there. If you go up Pyramid Peak, make it to the top of the hike. You take a picture with the Quartz Lake uh, written on the wall. We'll send you some swag. Yeah, like good swag too because yeah. we know what it's going to take to get up there. Yeah. No, it's not a, it's not a cakewalk. It's a constant uh -huh. uphill the whole time. I took my time. I wasn't the first one up there, but. Yeah, no. You know, it was also colder than sin up there. Well, right. I think it was when you were on that, uh, the northern side of that, because for most of the hike, 90% of the hike, you're on that southern side. And that's the side the sun was hitting. But there was a wind or something when you got up there that was just coming straight down from Canada. Like you could just feel it, that icy wind. Yeah. Once you got to a certain point, um, it definitely, I think once you got high enough too, it just was colder to begin with. And then you got that wind and stuff that kept it cold yeah you know coming off of that naughty word that matt kept saying the whole weekend so but yeah, what what is it's, the, it's oh. this the street that separates british columbia from northwest washington is called the strait of juan de fuca yeah i want to apologize to the listeners he does kiss his mother with that mouth you know, he just says those naughty words. Oh, Straight of Juan de Fuca. De Fuca. Yeah. You really, appreciate, you really like that, huh? I love the name. Hello, my wanderers. 
before we get going with this episode of the podcast i do just want to remind you guys to check out our other social medias the youtube the instagram the t-screen to get that swag make sure to check us out individually zach gray of quartz lake zach gray the rougarou make sure you check out myself reverend marcus all that fun stuff the links are below in the bio um, all you gotta do is click that bio look for it boom you're on your way make sure if you guys want to be part of the podcast or questions to be heard on the podcast email us at wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com or quartzlakeproductions at gmail.com we love the feedback we love the input all of it is amazing and we love you guys for listening it's awesome so let's keep wandering on this is uh the new part of the wandering ways podcast for anybody that has been listening uh, it's fairly relatively new segment but it is the Wandering Ways Review, that WWR, where we give our review of the park or slash adventure that we just got back from. So this time, the three of us are going to give our WWR, Wandering Way Review of Olympic National Park. Okay, so... We're going to start off with the first category, and of course, Matt, because you are our guest and we are gentlemen, we're going to give you the start of it, and we're just going to go around, Uh, but the first category is the awe factor, right? Mm -hmm. One being like you were, and five being like, oh my gosh, that is just amazing, right? So what would you give Olympic? Olympic Park. Well, off factor from what I've seen of it from this trip, it exceeded my expectations overall. So it's going to be above a three. Um, I honestly, of all the, like, I would give it maybe a four out of five. For the off factor. Yeah. Yeah, it exceeded my expectations, and uh, yeah, and I haven't even seen half of it. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Zach, the off factor. I'm going to agree with the four because, to me, I didn't get that. Like, I need to be. I need to be back here, but I still got the. I want to come back here. Okay. Uh, and I think uh, I think that that's why my how I just decipher a five and a four. It's like, you know, I'm glad I went there, but for some reason I can never make it up there again. I'm glad I went, but I'm, I'll try. I'll try to go again. I dig it. I yeah. dig it. Uh, this is this rating is not going to be as high as the last time I went because I literally just went. So like the off factor for me because I did pretty much everything other than the pyramid peak hike you know it's only going to get that three stars for me in the off factor that makes sense yeah don't get me wrong i love the views we had it was gorgeous but overall my awe was not there but see that's that's what i'm saying is like for me where it's like i don't need to be back here where i'm gonna get that awe factor that on a quick turnaround i feel you 
So when you guys go, go experience it is what we're saying. Go experience it all once right now. There you go. Next category of the Wandering Ways review is the crowds. Okay, so for this one, the more stars, so a five-star meaning there was like no crowds whatsoever. One star being you're at Walmart on Black Friday. Just crazy. So with that, Matt, buddy, what do you think of the crowds? Crowds. I have to say I will give it the same rating of a four. And I'll explain why. Because you two pointed out something with the beach portion of the park, with the other beaches being closed with COVID. That probably isn't a typical crowd in that one part. But for the other parts of the park we went, it was awesome because there wasn't many people. Yeah. Uh, four out of five. Yeah. Um, for me, I got to say three because, because when we were at the beach, there was a lot of people um, for my liking. Like when I go to places like that, I, I kind of want to mm -hmm. distance myself a little bit. But then for the sake of the fact, like I said, we we're on the Pyramid Lake hike and maybe only five other hikers we saw that entire day. And that was over the course of a couple hours. But then again, I left my GoPro and this was at the end of the day. So there wasn't a lot of people and the Soul Duck was closed. The hot springs was closed for the, the season. Um, but I left my GoPro up against the tree up there and I drove a half hour down the road and was able to come back that half hour. So a total of an hour pretty much drive time back to this uh it was sitting there and it was there um so that was nice but even the hoe there was a lot of people in the hoe rainforest um there was only one hike that we were doing and it uh to me like that was something i wish i could have maybe experienced by myself um and that's why i give it a three because mm -hmm. it was it was hitting this i feel i feel it you know that's a respectable rating uh you know for me it's a it's a four it's a four you know uh we kind of hit some more populated spots or popular spots with uh that beach pull off being the COVID and the other parts of the beach closed so i understood that uh you know the whole rainforest had a lot more a lot more people this time for me than the last time you know we had trouble finding a parking spot in there this time last time i had no issue whatsoever I had cream of the crop pick my spot parking there. But also, like that hike we went on, we saw like no people. And then even when we were at the top, we had that one uh, like couple come up, but they didn't bother us or anything. And there's not a lot of room up there. So it was still like there was decent crowds in those populated areas. But if you get out into the nitty gritty of things, you can get away from them, which is why I think this is a four for the crowds for me. Uh, yeah. going to our next category here is uh, what is the chance of seeing wildlife? You know, so for this one, the more stars, the more likely that you saw stuff on this and more likely we are, our visitors, our viewers, listeners will see some wildlife. You know, five being like it's basically a zoo 
and one being uh you're not there's nothing living there so uh with that matt what do you got for us yeah this one um because there's a lot of wildlife there and i think part of why you may not see as much of them as you like to is because of how thick the forest is it's it's so dense and you know there's elk and deer and um, we saw you know a lot of like smaller animals like squirrels and you know little things um, we saw that one deer coming back from the hike we did um, you know so I, I guess I guess I'd rate it maybe like a like it just depends on what kind of animals you want to see, but maybe like a three. Okay. Because, um, you know, I'm sure you could potentially see more animals. Um, we just didn't see a lot of like larger game animals. We saw the little, little things, squirrels, birds. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, I think for me personally, I'm going to say a two, but that was for this trip that we just went on. Because really, we only saw the ocean birds, um, the deer, and the the squirrels. Um, and Olympic, like you told me, that it's home to black bear, it's home to elk, mm -hmm. it's home to you know whales come up there. Um, so there is the potential for wildlife, but on this last trip, we did not see any or get any that was too significant to me. So that's why I'm giving it a two, because. If you're wanting to see animals there, I think you're going to have to do more looking for them. Uh, we're like Yellowstone, they're going to just fall on your lap. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, no, for sure. I think for me, uh, you know, I'm thinking more like two and a half, three stars. Because, um, you know, there is that chance. Don't get me wrong. There is that chance. You're out, you're out in the woods. You're in nature. You're on the beach. The beach is always a wild card. You never know what you're going to get. You always go in expecting not to see anything. You know, going into the whole rainforest, there's a lot of people. So you kind of just assume there's not going to be a lot. Um, and then one hike we did, <clears throat> shoot, we're on like a side of a hill. So honestly, I don't think it's very habitable for or popular for a lot of animals. So I don't think it, you know, two and a half three stars for me on the on the chance of seeing wildlife okay so the next category for the wandering ways review is what are what were the views like you know uh five star being wow phenomenal like kodak moment views uh you know and the one stars being like could have took a picture of it and saw it, we're fine Matt, buddy. Views. The views are pretty awesome. Um, I was, it, because there are so many hills there and so many, you have the coast, you have Ocean Beach, you have these river valleys in the mountains, you have the hill we did viewing Lake Crescent. I say a four out of five. Okay. Uh, pretty awesome views there um now have taken to factor the weather we got lucky and you know clouds and fog could potentially obstruct some views there but 
but those also might create some views as well along the coast when it's foggy or something. Yeah. Wow. I, I like it. For me, I'm saying the views were immaculate. They were on another level. Um, they were spiritual, that's for sure. Uh, I'm going to give it a five out of five because when you get the, on top of Pyramid Peak and you can just see the Olympic Mountains and Crescent Lake and Canada to the north and the, the, the Strait of Juan de Fuca um, and you get out on to the coast and you see the largest ocean in the world, the Pacific Ocean, right there where it meets the mountains and you drive the, that drive right into the Ho Rainforest and you're looking up, you're watching, you're, you see the Ho River right there running right next to you, right next to the road. And you're looking up right at like Mount Olympus on a clear blue sky day, able to see it. And then you walk into the Ho Rainforest and get the golden sun on the golden leaves of fall with the moss hanging down. The views that we got, I mean, for a photographer is what, you know, that's what you ask for. Um, and I, I like it. I, and I, I would only be impressed by Hurricane Ridge. So I know this place is full of great views. Um, you get all these different ecosystems in one area, just beautiful. And I can imagine in, in the fog, which I really wanted to see it in the fog. Um, so I think that to me is just even makes it that much more just immaculate. I dig it. I think that's our first five star. Uh, so, you know, people that's that's saying something here i know it's a short long term it's been a short little segment but five stars uh you know for me the views they are you know four stars it's you know it's really incredible the views you know and we got we got lucky on this with the clear skies you know when we were at pyramid peak you're looking over that naughty word into canada and you we could see a mountain you know so that was like unexpected so it's like whoa what a treat see forever you know so it was it was nice and then in the whole rainforest is oh always 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 a true treat um to go into it's the sites you're going to see in there i if you go up you have to go to the whole rainforest it's a short stop but it is it is wonderful to go to it's a have to stop because of the views, the things you're going to see in there. Um, okay, so moving on with our WWR, uh, we're going to go into accessibility. What is the accessibility for it? So five-star being your 165-year-old grandmother could easily do this hike. One being you're basically on that show alone, or you're uh, that Colin O'Brady who went across Antarctica by himself type deal. So Matt, buddy, accessibility, what are we doing? Tough one for him. So he's a real thinker here. He's stumped. Accessibility, because he's I, thinking. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Because... Um, I'm thinking, you know, someone who is older um, or in a wheelchair or something, man, just getting down to the beach would be a struggle. You know, just that short little jot down there. Um, the, the whole rainforest was a little more accessible 
I thought, but still that short little walk. I mean, there's trees, roots, and um, you know, maybe the trail along the river, the flat one would be better, but I feel like I feel like you have to be in, in at least an average kind of person, um, you know, physically mobile, at least somewhat to get around there. I dig it. Yeah, wow. I agree. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a two um, for that, for pretty much the same reason. I mean, if you want to go down the places we went to uh, for sure, you like you need to be able bodied. Mm-hmm. Um, even the whole rainforest, which is like only like a, a mile, a little mile hike, like mm-hmm. you'd struggle if you you know, had like a wheelchair, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe an electric wheelchair could do, do a little bit better, but uh, like some of the newer ones, but not not necessarily like if I'm pushing someone. That that wheelchair needs some mud tires and like <laughs> yeah, exactly, like um, a extreme wheelchair. But I think yeah. that's what Olympic is. I think it's more of your get out get outdoor park i mean there are lodges there are mm-hmm. the hot springs um and other places like that around the park which definitely right. beautiful you can see the beautiful sites there are plenty of good pullouts and stuff like that uh, and i do suggest anybody go see it but i mean if you really want to go see the true olympic park and see the peaks see the lakes and cool shit you got to get out and walk and hike and it's a little bit of a little bit of a struggle for some yeah no, uh, you know, for me on this trip, a two star because, you know, the beach, even though it was a nice parking lot, getting actually onto the beach, pretty mm-hmm. difficult. Got to climb over logs and stuff. Not everybody can do that. Uh, also, the, you know, the one hike to Pyramid Peak, uh, you know, while it was relatively easy, you got to be able body for it. You know, the only thing we really anybody could do would have been the hoe, but even that, you know, still. <laughs> It would be a struggle for um, some, depending on depending on the level of it, you know. But still, there are things out there in that that you anybody can do. Uh, going into our last, uh, we're gonna jump just straight to our last one because we're kind of running out of time today. Uh, we're gonna go into the overall. What did you think of this trip to the Olympics overall? Five being like, oh my god, it was the best thing in the world. One being like, why the hell did I go, Matt, buddy? Alrighty. I think for me, I've kind of given a lot of fours and a lot of threes. So I'm going to meet in the middle and give it a 3.5. I dig it. For this trip. Yeah, average it out there. And uh, I think overall is a great trip. Um, got awesome weather. Didn't get to see some of the spots we wanted to go to, but we adapted and we pushed on, saw some great views. Um, you know, I got in, this is my first time in the park, got the whole rainforest and, you know, saw some beautiful coastal areas and yeah, it was, it was a nice getaway. I dig it. I dig it. Zach. I agree. I think 3.5, uh, right there close to four, not quite three, you know, um, it didn't, it didn't, was it my favorite? Um, I think there's more to it, and that's why I, I leave it that room for growth, because there is always more to a park uh, than we know. Um, but definitely, uh, three point five, I think, is perfect. I dig it. 
punching in my numbers to kind of get what I got here. And I'm going to be giving it an overall of a 3.69. You know, (laughs) it's just, you know, it was my second go around, uh, you know, in like less than a month or in about a month apart. Um, Still some amazing things. We got great weather, uh, you know, had great views. The whole rainforest is amazing as always. You know, Lake Crescent's always a treat. But, uh, you know, I I didn't do a whole lot new other than that pyramid uh, peak. So that's why it's not getting as high today as probably the last time I bet I did like a four for it. It's still amazing. I love the Olympics. It's fantastic. You know, but I mean, that wraps up the Wandering Way review. You know, overall, Matt gave it a 3.5. Zach gave it the same 3.5. And then you got me with the 3.69 because I wanted to be a little different. But it is that time, everybody, where you uh, probably all look forward to it. It's the final words. Matt, because he's third timer, we're going to give you the floor. Final words, my guy. Yeah, I think um, just to all the listeners out there um, regarding Olympic, Austin Park, you know, for Mark and I, it's right in our backyard, essentially, and our neighbors, neighboring state of Washington to the north. Uh, Zach, you know, you, you came out here and you, you got you got out of that snow in Montana and you came toward the coast. And uh, it's always a treat to have you. And, uh, you know, I think during these times right now, um, there's so much going on in the world with COVID. I think part of our thoughts on this was like, we need to get away before shit hits the fan with that again. And, you know, nature is a good place to be to social distance. So I encourage people to get out there. National park trails are still pretty much open for the most part. Um, So you can still get out there and enjoy it safely. I dig it, I dig it. Find the words, my guy. So for me, my final words are um, go out and force yourself to go do a trip like this with your friends. Um, I think a lot of us sit around and wait for that text, wait for that call, wait for that invitation. And really what it takes is like, lay it down go plan it because that's what's going to keep keep these things going on make them happen and you know you know we're already talking about our next trip wherever that might be you know and i think that's something you always keep that going because that's that's what adventure is all about so that's it that's my i love it i love it uh reverence final words of wisdom today say beautiful everybody i cannot thank you enough for listening all the way through hopefully all the way through you guys are truly beautiful people matt buddy thank you so much for coming on a third time you'll be on again we we know for sure because you'll be going out doing more of these wonderful wandering way reviews uh my main words of wisdom i'm going back to my boy woodsy the owl uh you know i learned his other quote today i learned he's got two quotes right i said earlier give a hoot don't pollute but he's got another one, which I'm all about. Lend a hand, care for the land. So, you know, let's listen to the mighty Woodsy the Owl there. But that being said, peace out, everybody.